Hey everybody, this is the Let's Do Summerfield of Metal Gear Mondays coming at you before the episode. Whoa, please don't hit that 15 seconds ahead button. Uh, essentially, what I'm trying to say right now is that I wish we could patch podcasts like we can patch video games. Uh, we kind of can, but not really. So what I'm going to say is you're going to hear a lot of gibberish and nonsense about some like Forever and Astronaut Patreon or... I don't know what, because this is forever ago. What you need to go to is patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays or Facebook or SoundCloud Metal Gear Mondays. Uh, Twitter at Metal Gear Monday for the real deal um, and all the latest news. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. This week on Metal Gear Mondays, we're going all the way back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, this is Metal Gear Mondays, the podcast where we talk about the Metal Gear Solid franchise and series of games from top to bottom, uh, inside and out, left to right, right to left if you're Japanese, um, and uh, nice. mostly chronological order, and we talk about them like a book club. Um, as always, I am your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I am joined by Cameron Hill, hey. Isaac Lim. I love the color orange. And Samuel, right? Damn. <laughs> okay. And uh, this week we're talking about the original Metal Gear for the MSX2. Um, yeah. So, guys, we are, uh, we're taking it all the way back to the beginning. This is technically the first game, the game that started it all. Uh, this game was uh, designed and uh, I don't even know if I want to say directed by because it's not really a thing at this time, um, but it was designed and written by Hideo Kojima um, mm. for Konami um, and published by Konami. Um, but it was released in 1987 for the MSX2, which for those of you who are not familiar with that system because it never came stateside, is a Microsoft-based system for Japanese and European territories. Um, the game essentially... Um, had a uh, NES port for the United States, which I'm sure most of you guys listening at home are somewhat familiar with. However, um, that game is not the same game. Um, there have been a lot of significant changes made in the NES version, even though it was ported in the same year. Um, it's super different, um, so it's not really the same uh, style of game. Um, so, yeah, but later, uh, the original MSX2 version was ported to mobile phones, and it was ported to the GameCube as part of the premium package for the Twin Snakes. Um, and then in 2005, it was re-released with Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence, the original version, um, which also came packed with Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Um, in the U.S., we kind of got like a sequel to our weird, deformed NES cousin version um, <laughs> called Snake's Revenge that was made just for the West for the NES. Um, it was a little less stealthy and felt a little bit more like a Contra game. Um, but yeah. Um, other notable facts. Uh, essentially, the f- box art front cover for the original Metal Gear is just a uh, Michael Bean, uh, Kyle Reese Terminator uh, pose 
like completely lifted from the movie The Terminator, uh, the way that Solid Snake is posing. Mm. Um, so just straight up copyright, blatant, <laughs> copyright infringement. But they don't care. Yeah, they don't give. That's a what shit. they do. Yes. Welcome to Japan. <laughs> Welcome to Japan. <laughs> Where we take your stuff. Um, but yeah, so the game actually uh, takes place in South Africa in the year 1995. Um, I love how Metal Gear is always like in the future, but not really crazy future. It's like the game came out in 87. <laughs> this game takes place in 1995. Um, it, well, when because when Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid One came out, because didn't Metal Gear Solid One take place in like 2005? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's really weird. It's very quaint. I feel like <laughs> like they're they don't want to go too crazy. Um, <laughs> even like even like. Rising wasn't like that crazy. Yeah, I think it was like twenty twenty something. Yeah, but who knows? So. But yeah, so um, we we play a solid snake um, on his first ever mission. So a lot of fun parallels mm-hmm. to Metal Gear Solid Three. Um, it begins in the wilderness. We're in South Africa, um, and Snake has to infiltrate the fortress Outer Heaven, uh, which was founded by a legendary mercenary in the eighties, the late eighties. So uh, we'll get we'll get to that more in a little bit. Before we deep dive into kind of um, plot stuff, though, um, I wanted to talk to you guys kind of about your first experience with this game. So um, Isaac, I know that you primarily are playing it for the show. Cameron, how did you get to this game? Period. Because I remember technically this is like the first Metal Gear game you played, wasn't it? Yeah, so I got to this game in a relatively interesting way, and I think it kind of spawned a little bit of um, hatred that I have towards uh-huh. some of the later series. And it's, I mean, it's not what you think. What it is is I was so ignorant to Metal Gear as a whole that whenever I... Huh? Wait, what? say what? Oh, I can't hear you. Hey, there we go. Hey. How'd you cut out? Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry about that. Cameron, would you like to... No, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll just... I'll restart that. Um, I got introduced into this game in, like, a uh, relatively interesting way, I think. Um, whenever we were first starting out with the show, Alessio told me to download Metal Gear Solid 1 off of the PlayStation Network and give it a try, and uh, I downloaded Metal Gear 1. And I started playing it, and uh, I was absolutely in love with this game. I got, like, halfway through, and through talking to him about, like, plot points, uh, slowly realized that we were talking about a completely different game. And uh, um, I had to, you know, kind of quickly play through uh, Metal Gear Solid 1. And And you hated it. I hated it because it wasn't Metal Gear 1, because this game (laughs) is just super fun. Um, I love it. Like the music is awesome. Yeah. All the bosses, like it. Oh man, it's so good. Um, yeah. Sweet. Am I finna be? Am I finna be the Cameron on this episode? Oh damn. Oh, you not? You not a why fan? Of, why can't you just be the Sam on this episode? <laughs> oh, oh. I, don't, I don't. I'm a hate. What is there to hate? Sam, how did you? How did you, how did you get it. to this game? Let me lay that on. Um, initially, initially, it was um, it was the subsistence version of Metal Gear Solid Three, um, but I didn't play a whole lot of it. I think this is the first time I've actually played it all the way through for the show. Um, but that's kind of how I got my hands on it. I just 
I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like it's it's an older um, it's an older game, and I'm not used to playing those or what. But I just wasn't a big fan of it. I had it was just I thought it was kind of boring and repetitive, honestly. Mm. That's me. That's me personally, though. Mm. But. I just like leaving. I, li- I like leaving him hanging. So that yeah. he feels awkward. I, can, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like, you I'm on that. It is gonna... pretty repetitive. I think, um, like the gameplay isn't super in depth by any means, and like it's definitely a broken system. As you know, I mean, we'll talk about how like easy mm-hmm. it is to uh, like walk right next to people and them not notice you, and like all the things that you shouldn't think would work are like actually the only way that things work, um, which is fun. Yeah. That's the, the 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 my main problem with it came from actually that because I never really knew um, um, what the the plane would allow me to get away with and what it wouldn't. So it was like, okay, this guy doesn't see me, and I'm standing right here, right next to him. So let me try this, and then they'll randomly see me. Um, they'll randomly see me like when I'm standing far away from mm-hmm. him, or like. Or like the dogs will see me through walls and start chasing me or something like yeah. that. Like that big old, uh, that big old room where there's like, there's like a bunch of walls inside of walls you have to blow up to get to the yeah. center. Like they'll just wake up and start chasing you, and you're like on the other yeah, side. Yeah, that of the one house. is that pretty frustrating. Sense. But I, th- I think that's just yeah. like I guess you said you haven't really played a whole lot of older games in this style, and like that's well, have you not? Well, not. Since I've been an adult, maybe I, I, well, the, the reason what, I, what I'm saying is like I'm not really. A, it's been a while since I played like an old oh, game, okay. like NES style. Yeah. Anything. Mm. It's it's so it's it may, it's a little bit yeah different. it's it's definitely a learning curve and it's like different game to game like you just kind of have to figure out the rules of the game design and I mean I think once you can move past or I don't know find a way to sort of exploit those flaws. Um, it becomes it becomes fun, and to me, that's kind of the fun part is figuring out like how to break that system. Infinite ammo, like it's Ooh. so e- it's so easy to <laughs> yeah. just stock up on ammo. Um, yeah, and like yeah. walking me, in and out of the truck, walk out of this room and walk back yeah, into this to get rations. Yeah, man, like you should never have supply problems. For sure. Yeah. Well, and on top of that too, um, I definitely want to use this time to. Not only re- reiterate the fact that the game came out in 1987, but also reiterate the fact that this is kind of one of the first stealth games, like ever, like mm. proper, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of shit that doesn't work. I think um, yeah. it's it's funny to see how broken the systems are, and yet like how much of that carried over, where it's just like ha ha ha. We're gonna since this is like since guards being super stupid about where you're at um, is such like a big like an integral part of you actually getting through the game because um, mm-hmm. I mean if they were super smart you'd never be able to beat the game um, no, so it's funny not. how much of that kind of like carries over into like Metal Gear Solid One with like oh huh, what was that noise and just like stupid stuff like that and like them not being <laughs> able to see you at all <laughs> but yeah it's funny. Um, then there was the other the other thing that I didn't like was um, was the cards and oh, how they're gosh. each a separate item instead of you, yeah. your card just being upgraded to open all the doors. Yeah, it was like I don't know what we're like. 
were the doors like all different colors to specify which one and nope. which one lets you in? That's that's the part that I hated no. the yeah. most. That's when you're like running just and you're like, just so like, just let me try to... this card, let me try this card, let me try this card. Oh. Like, yeah. really sucked when you're okay, in like I poison like... areas and things like that where you're rapidly losing health trying to try out the cards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, give me some sort of indication was... or just give me a master card. <laughs> An actual master card. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Well, it was kind of like it was. It was kind of like I just like there's like nine of them or something like that, and it it gets it gets frustrating yeah. switching in between them all the time because it's just like I thought maybe I was being stupid and like there was some type of some type of system to it so you knew which is which, but no, they're just you just have to guess. Mm-hmm. And then remember and when you sucks. have to come back to that area later. Yeah, yeah. So we we complained about backtracking in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh my God. Well, and I will say this: the fun thing about this game is that a um, the fastest speed run that I've been able to find is like thirty-two minutes. Um, B, this is totally one of those oh, games geez. where you could just play alongside the speed run and just fucking pause your game, yeah. watch like five seconds of the speed run, and then just play that five seconds, and then just do that all the way through, um, and still kind of mm-hmm. get the gist of the story and stuff. I mean, there's not. We're going to talk about it real quick. As a matter of fact, we should probably cover it before we get too crazy down other stuff. Um, the, it's just very, it's just very bare yeah, bones. Yeah, it's super yeah. bare bones. I'm not going to, like, so if you go to, there, like, there are a lot of different, like, wiki sites that have very flowery versions of what happened. Um, yeah, just, like, like, I don't understand how the fuck you write, like, ten pages on what happened. in this <laughs> um, But, um, I, would, I mean, I would love for them to come back and remake this game and flesh it out. That would be awesome. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. But we're just going to talk about it, how it kind of happened on the screen. So, uh, essentially, the main sort of mission is titled Operation Intrude N three one two or N three hundred twelve. Super uh, familiar name. Both so Colonel Campbell and MGS two when he's having his little freak out, um, he mentions this, um, and then it's also kind of mentioned again in five and some other stuff. So uh, this number comes up again and again. Um, but in uh, kind of rough estimation, uh, the uh, Foxhound was uh, the high-tech Special Forces Unit Foxhound, um, commanded by Big Boss, we know that name, um, got sent to infiltrate Outer Heaven in South Africa uh, because they are working on a weapon that is uh, posing a ma- massive threat to the West. Um, Gray Fox was like the top dog at Foxhound, no pun intended, um, and he went <laughs> and got, uh, got his ass handed to him. And so they send in... I don't understand how it goes from let's send in our best dude ever to let's send in the greenest dude the, ever. Like, <laughs> well, I think Big Boss kind of explains yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, totally. But anyway, so that's Operation Intrude N312 with Gray Fox. And then legitimately, and like I'm pretty sure this is in like the opening moments of the game when they're explaining it to you, we're then introduced to Operation Intrude N313. Um, so, which is us intruding as Snake, which makes no sense. So does that mean they've lost 312 opera, uh, operators to this mission already? That's kind of the vibe I get. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, rookie, rookie boy, solid snake gets sent in for his first assignment. We're immediately great greeted with some broken fucking English. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, at least, at least in the NES version, I think, I don't believe it's in the MSX version until later. Um, but, but yeah, so I feel asleep. We get to see right away. Um, and essentially we break into, uh, we break into, uh, outer heaven and we got to start looking for gray Fox. Um, 
it kind of plays out almost identical to Metal Gear Solid 1, uh, except the names are kind of shifted around. Um, so Snake ends up contacting Kyle Schneider, who's the resistance leader, who we're not... It's weird to me that there's even a resistance leader, because this is totally just like a base in the middle of the woods. They don't do a good job of kind of setting up any of the big picture stuff. Mm. Um, but good old Kyle Schneider, which sounds like the most African name I can think of. Um, <laughs> he uh, tells Snake that he should allow himself to get captured. Um, and then uh, essentially Snake does get captured. Um, and then he finds Gray Fox by tapping on secret walls, which become a massive headache and a point of contention mm. later oh. in the game. Oh and we God. discover Gray Fox <laughs> pre-Cyborg uh, Ninja. Um, and uh, Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, which is dope because Cameron got to see it first and then got to play Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Wait, Gray Fox is the ninja? What? Shit. <laughs> um, but Gray Fox tells us about Metal Gear. Um, he essentially just tells us what everybody else does, which is that it's a walking battle tank and it can shoot nukes. Um, and that uh, essentially Gray Fox tells Snake that he needs to find Dr. Drago Petrovich, Dr. Maddar. Um, and that he's the creator of Metal Gear and he's the only one who knows how to destroy it. We fight a bunch of bosses uh, kind of as we exit through here. Well, not a bunch of bosses, but we fight our first boss, uh, Shopmaker. Which is uh, all, all the bosses have really stupid names. Um, Cameron, I disagree. the next boss is your favorite. So <laughs> yeah, none of, of these bosses, guy? none of these bosses have stupid names. These are all uh, <laughs> quality, quality names. All right, you're looking. I feel like isn't like I feel like half of these are are in Wu Tang. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh man, like they're part names of the, like, the stages. Mm, names like uh, Shopmaker and uh, my absolute favorite, I'll just get this out of the way, Machine Gun Kid. Um, <laughs> it's just the coolest name. Seriously, uh, <laughs> there's like, if you take away the ID and add E-L-L-Y, it's just, that's Machine Gun Kelly. I like, I like, he's already a rap, he's like, like a third of the way to I being like a rapper. the idea of them giving a machine gun to like an eight-year-old kid and being like, fucking just whatever, dude. Just, and just be like, oh, he's a kid. He's super good with machine guns. Uh, <laughs> machine gun kid. And that's how that worked. And, uh, <laughs> and then you've got other first, names like... First registered child soldier in a Metal Gear game. <laughs> machine gun kid. Oh, damn. How, how, does it kind of oh, explain, damn. like, does... Uh, never mind, this game doesn't explain anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for once, uh, we don't have to complain about extremely long cutscenes where they repeat things to us. Yeah, it's... Uh, can, I, can I tell you what my favorite, like, my favorite part about this game that they try to, that they, like the lack of explanation just randomly big boss will call you um saying hey they're trying to scramble our radio we're good though mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> just to give that added what sense of attention we yeah. good though yeah dude <laughs> we good fam like wh what so guys yeah. I, so i just what? stumbled across there is actually a very lengthy bio biography for a machine gun kid how oh, i don't geez. understand i don't even understand <laughs> like up. Um, but I will, I, will, I will also say that um, oh. I'll read you the Japanese phonetic name here in a second because it's beautiful. Um, oh, but, please uh, there's tell also me. Artwork That's what I think it is. 
Machine Gun Kid in the Metal Gear Solid oh, Four yeah. database app that you can install. I think there's artwork oh, of damn. of all of the all of the uh, yeah, bosses from this game. Like actually, but anyway, his his Ooh. Japanese name is Machine <laughs> Gun Kido. You take off his mask, and he has he has striking red hair, uh, and you find out that he's secretly Matt Campbell's son. Also, I did not realize this. <laughs> fight between Snake and Machine Gun Kid is shown in Metal Gear Solid 4 during a flashback sequence. What? Is it? Like, from yeah. the MSX yeah, game? Or like, the did they oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Right. Um, anyway, moving along really quickly, um, because there's not a lot to fuck with. Uh, Snake gets to go to the rooftop <laughs> of a building, uh, which it sounds like something we did in Metal Gear Solid 1. Um, then he has to dive Matt. into the inner courtyard with a parachute instead of a uh, zip line or whatever the repel thing was called. Um, you have to. This is so weird. It feels like Zelda almost, where you have to wear a bomb blast suit to bypass the wind barrier. Um, and then you fight off a hind D, uh, which we also have done in Metal Gear Solid One. Um, you parachute into this courtyard into Doctor Madner's cell, and then it's empty. Um, and then there's another hostage in there, but they say that Dr. Madnar has been relocated to the basement. They may as well have fucking said, uh, thank you for rescuing me, but the, the doctor is in another castle. Because <laughs> um, then we have to go to the basement <laughs> of Building 2, which basements and buildings are very much the language of Metal Gear. Um, you, I don't understand. The buildings are separated by a desert. Hell yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. How are those two... They're separated How by are two buildings desert that with, are part of with the same facility if they're separated <laughs> by a fucking desert. They're separated by a desert and missiles are falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you battle a tank. Except, yeah, and then there's a tank there for some reason. Yeah. Also, you can get lost in the desert and travel forever. So, yes. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I didn't have that problem because I'm so dope. Isaac, did you get yep. lost? I did. You did? Yeah. It was fun. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got lost as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think at that point I looked that up. I think the only times that I had to look things up in this game were desert and uh, secret walls that you had to blow up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. It's probably just the... Kill oh, me. Yeah. Man, awful. Like, oh. And you can that. kill dogs. Oh, yeah. You kill a lot of dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually... <laughs> Well, they're rabid. Like, it's... They're very they fast. fast. No, they're coming for that snake booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, this is his first mission, though. He hadn't done That's enough right. squats yet. It's not yeah. fat booty. Yeah. The fattest ass. Have you ever tried out running a dog before? Yeah. <laughs> Have you? It's not... Well, that... see, this is, this is where he starts. It's very scary. Let me just put it that way. He gets all that lower body exercise from running from dogs. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Yeah, Oh, my butt. It looks so good. <laughs> um, so essentially we get into this little checkpoint area in building two. Big Boss contacts us, uh, suggesting we use a disguise to get past, um, <laughs> which is weird. Um, and then essentially we got to enter through this little waterway. We go through this, like, submerged set of rooms. My favorite boss, uh, where we fight a fucking armored bulldozer for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming down the hallway yeah, at you. I don't you. know if you guys enjoyed that. I love what? that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's my my favorite boss is the last one before before Metal Gear. Uh, 
for Big Bubba. Oh, the Metal Gear? Mr. 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 Dirty oh, Duck. Oh, <laughs> the Dirty Duck. That Dirty Dirty Duck. I, uh, I looked up that, that bulldozer, and it's nicknamed Doobie, which is Hebrew for teddy bear. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, is this real? Yeah. I mean, this is on the Metal Gear Wicca. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure So I take it as gospel. <laughs> but. Yeah, so anyway, we keep going through the basement. We find Dr. Madnar, but whoa, just like in Metal Gear Solid 1, turns out he's not really Dr. Madnar, and he activates the suicide trap. Oh, shit. Yep. yep. It's a trap. It's a trap. And uh, then he just keeps looking for the real dude. But we encounter good old Fire Trooper on the way. Hell yeah. It may as well just be called Fury. <laughs> well, you know, pre Fury. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the pre com to the Fury. Oh, Actually, he'd be the post. Can I just talk about how? Yeah, yeah. Can I talk about how like easy that boss battle was? Oh yeah. Because none of them are particularly difficult, but like I thought, machine or with, shoot with, gunner was hard because you uh, no, it was a machine gun kid. You have to like pop them from a distance while he shoots down the hall. Machine. Yeah, Machine Gun Kid was was a little challenging, but like with with uh, with Fireman, what Fire the fuck's his name? Fire Trooper. Fireman. <laughs> Fireman. <laughs> it's Fireman. <laughs> with uh, with with Fire Trooper, like I took a little bit of damage to get right next to him, and he was still doing the sweep, and I just like fucked him up with my gun, and it, he died real quick. Thank <laughs> like, you. It wasn't that hard. I like the uh, it was like not the that pro hard. tip, kids. Fuck him up with your gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. how else to beat this Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's just... Because, just... <laughs> like, people, like, might try to, like, dodge the fire and, like, pop shot him. No, just, like, run right into it for a second <laughs> and then stand next to him. He, and he doesn't do shit. And he doesn't do shit. It's gonna hurt for a second. He stands there. <laughs> you gotta do it. It's like peeling off a band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> Rip! It's like, you just gotta, just gotta, just gotta take care of it. You just gotta do your thing. <laughs> Man, but uh, but yeah. So Snake then uh, encounters Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, uh, who's a Resistance member uh, and Snake's love interest for the for the episode that we're in. Um, and don't and don't you let anything happen to her brother, otherwise she's not going to help you anymore. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Amanda and Chico in future games at all. Um, pretty sure they just like rehash everything from Metal Gear One. Yeah, everything comes from Yeah, this. it all comes from here, kids. Um, but yeah, so I, I like the I like the descriptor for Jennifer in some of the guides. Uh, it's resistance member who helped Snake locate the real Dr. Madnar and provided him with rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. So. Fuck yeah. That's that's how I like my women. <laughs> the ones that give me rocket yeah, launcher. Oh. Give me rocket Maybe that's why my relationships haven't been that successful. Is because I'm focusing on the ones that give me rocket launchers. Do you actually have actually rocket really... launchers that have been given to you by women? Yeah, I got like four of them. Oh. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to drive to Ohio tonight. <laughs> just uh, on I'll your be... Tinder profile, just write, if you ain't giving out rocket launchers, swipe left. <laughs> yeah. Save you some um. hassle. Not here for hookups, only rocket launchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, but yeah, so then we fight uh, Bloody Brad and his little... Bloody Brad. Stuff. Yeah, uh, Bloody Brad. Another great name. Bloody Brad. 
<laughs> Isaac, we didn't ask you, what's your favorite pasta? Pasta? Mm, I like spaghetti. Boss. <laughs> spaghetti? Well, it's good to know. Not what I asked. Maybe a little bit of angel hair, if I do so say mo- myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Funnily enough, spaghetti and angel hair are two yeah. bosses. <laughs> I wasn't... I don't know. I wasn't really a fan of any of them, I must say. Um, oh, my God. They were wow. either like... Damn. They were all way too easy slash annoying. Damn. Um, Damn. Damn. Coming from Isaac. Damn, too um, good. Damn. <laughs> Isaac got MLG. To the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm fucking sponsored and I fucking hate this trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too easy. Y'all, y'all gotta be dr- drinking that Mountain Dew, well man. <laughs> Um, a nice no, cold I, rock star. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this is wow. great. Sorry. Yeah. You can tell anyway. we're very tired or punch, pun, pun, punchy, punchy. I don't know. I got up at three o'clock. Punchy. Time. Punch drunk. Uh, so yeah, after I don't killing, destroying. I don't understand if Bloody Brad's a human or a robot <laughs> or an animal. The name. He's, uh, he's we, a robot. We put Bloody Brad down. <laughs> He's a robot. Um, yeah, dude. We made Bloody Brad real bloody. <laughs> oh, what up? <laughs> or we cleaned him up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Clean that heart so up yeah. real good. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dr. Madnar essentially is uh, kind of blackmailing you, telling you that he does not want to tell you how to destroy Metal Gear until you rescue his daughter. So now we're on another goddamn rescue mission in the basement of Building 2. Yeah. Um, and, and then we get contacted by another Resistance member, which is Diane, because I just, there are too many people. And you don't even see any of these people's faces. So. Yeah. Too many, like, stereotypical African names. Come on, yeah, guys. It's, it's, it's Dion, okay? And... It's, it's, <laughs> Whoa, Isaac. That's racist. Well, so fun fact, we got an email the other day from, uh, I thought it was pronounced Danish. I was told it's Danish. Um, what? But I I can't help but just laugh that I feel like this person is named Danish in reality. So that makes you feel better about your story, Isaac, with your name. Okay, great. It's, Wait. it's a little racist, though. <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, we get contacted by Diane, uh, who then tells us uh, how to locate Ellen. But guess what, guys? She's in the basement of Building 1. Oh, no. So now we have to go from one basement to another, but you don't have to go through the desert. They're actually connected through Underground Passage. However, the Underground Passage is oh, filled good. with traps, and it's Secret Wall City. This is the Gross. worst part of the game. Mm. I'll put that out there. Yes. Isaac, how did you do? How did you deal with this? Uh, I'm gonna be frank and honest and and blunt. I followed a, the guide, so it went pretty well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Swimmingly, <laughs> Sw- yeah. Well, if you listen um, to the previous episode before last week's with me and Nick Freda, uh, Nick uh, approved of the guide usage. So ah. I think you fall in the guidelines. You're fine. Fall on. I like that. Yeah, dude. Stamp of Thank Freda. you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> For your blessing. <laughs> Nick's just an enabler of bad habits. He's <laughs> I was like, Nick, hold on. I'm going to call you after I smoke a cigarette. And he was like, don't worry. Just have two before you call me. Oh, dang. Um, <laughs> oh, dang. That wasn't a good freestyle. But, uh, <laughs> nah, yeah. He, he's a great guy. 
Let's not even get started on Marley. What? Who? Oh, Marley. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, wait. What do you say? I don't want to talk about Marley. It's Marl. Anyway. What do you say? Yeah, you. Me? Marley. (sighs) Marley and me? Is there a goddamn Y at the end of that? Anyway. (laughs) Yikes. You guys should check out. This isn't a cool time to plug, actually. You guys should check out Cameron's show that he hosts with Nick Freda called Grindcore that's now on the network. It's fucking great. I'm not calling this I'm not calling this woman Marl. It's a woman. It's not a woman's it's name. Japanese and it's Maru Maru. So I ain't got E up in there. Yeah, so Nick and Cameron do what we're doing right now, except way less uh, hallucinogenically. What's the word? Uh, deliriously. Um, mm-hmm. and we do it early more. in the morning, not when everyone's yeah, super sleepy. That's true. But yeah, so anyway, continuing. Uh, we rescue Ellen, and uh, she tells Snake that her father had been forced to develop Metal Gear against his will, as is all scientists who make Metal Gear. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Ah, <laughs> uh, this series is just like Star Wars. It's just like the same thing rehashed a million times over. Uh, it's great. And if you pay five dollars a month or or more, you can join our Slack and get in on the battle royale, which is Cameron versus the world about <laughs> Star Wars. Oh man, that dude was. Uh... He was real distraught at the things that I was saying. <laughs> like, there's a real sense of urgency. I could hear his keyboard flailing as he was responding <laughs> to my hatred. Um, uh, like Machine Gun Kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> fuck, this is good. I'm so, I, I don't apologize because this is more fun to listen to, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, after Snake uh, after Snake uh, goes back to Doctor Madnark because this whole fucking game is just retreading old ground. Um, we <laughs> find out about Metal Gear TX fifty five, um, which is what you would expect all Metal Gears to be named is like random numbers and letters. Um, but this is, I think, one of the only nah, games that dude. does it. I think all the rest they have names. Hey, I think you skipped over a relatively important person. Um, <clears throat> this was Dirty Duck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, did you skip Dirty Duck? <laughs> you you skipped, skipped Dirty Duck? Dirty Duck completely. It's dude, my favorite one. Dirty Duck. Duck was in the drainage duct, like after. He had the boomerangs. I think that was uh, closer Duck, to the end. Dirty Duck's the 100, 100 floor basement, which is a nightmare, which is after this. Oh, uh, whoops. Sorry, I, I got a little too excited is about it? Dirty Duck. Hey, let's talk plant. about him, though. <laughs> His terrorist group, Eggplant. Oh, my God. Uh, I want to say that maybe it's translation issues, but... Hideo Kojima. He was just a boy. Our hero. But, yeah, so much like uh, we've been making allusions to the Wu-Tang, Snake has to go through 100 (laughs) floors of this. (laughs) (laughs) Where he meets Martin Shkreli and uh, duels for for the album. (laughs) <laughs> he duels with his liquid sword oh, no. <laughs> yeah. um, and not only is it a hundred floor basement but it's a hundred floors in building three which is approximately 20 kilometers away you can't put a number on that distance <laughs> you, just, you just can't 
<laughs> how many kilometers? You know how many you you could hatch two you could hatch two ten That's k right. eggs. Yeah, dude, you could run four five k's. Yeah, dude, four <laughs> eggs hatching yeah, four dude. eggs. But how many incubators? Uh, you don't want those. Yeah, dude, toss them in the gutter. Dude, I did it. They're Just real quick aside, I did a 10-kilometer egg. It was a CP24 Onyx, and I was extremely pissed that it took <laughs> <a few laughs> to get it. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys can all have a good laugh. Uh, I had my... I had a 10K, uh, 10K egg, and I got a Rotata from it, and I uninstalled the What? Game. what? Are you serious? Yeah. That's, That's awesome. heartbreaking. All right, anyway, back to the task game. <laughs> Uh, determined to destroy Metal Gear, snake heads <laughs> into Building Three. Um, and guess what, guys? Because this doesn't happen every time. Uh, he gets ambushed by enemy <laughs> forces, but manages to slip his way onto an elevator. And there's a fight on the elevator. Um, and then Big Boss starts acting strangely um, by providing you with faulty information. Um, we eventually get to the hundredth floor basement, which is I just I can't put into human language how painful that is. Um, <laughs> and uh, you get there and you realize you don't have the right card key. Oof. And this is supposed to happen. It made me very upset the first time it happened. Yeah. Um, but Jennifer calls you again. Um, and you got to figure out some shit with an oxygen tank. you got to swim through a drainage duct. It just never ends, guys. Backtrack. Um, and on Galore. top of that, uh, you have to save her brother. you got to save Jennifer's brother. Because everybody wants Snake yeah. to save somebody that you have no idea what they look like or if they're even in, in existence. Mm-hmm. So when I did this, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, and then cue when the dirty I did duck. This, so this is the dirty duck. Yeah, this is when you get dirty duck. You have to, <laughs> he's throwing his boomerangs. You have to kill him without killing her brother. And I accidentally killed two of them, um, two of the hostages, and I think the one in the front is her brother. Yeah. So I killed the two in the back, and the one in the front was her brother, so she still helped me. Mm-hmm. The thing that I hate is if you kill one hostage, it drops a class. Oh, yeah. When you gain classes by collecting more hostages. I know, but you got to collect like 10 hostages to gain one class, and you sh- you kill one You get more hostage. health, too, right? Yeah, you get more health and more uh, storage for your... Well, Isaac, I, I hate to sound contrarian, but... But these are human lives, so if one dies, it should should impact it a little bit. But come on, man, really? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I, I understand that. Um, Sam, can you tell us about this duck? This filthy duck. This filthy, dirty <laughs> duck. He's throwing boomerangs and shit, dude. It's fucking awesome. And that's literally all. And then I killed him. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Great guy. Uh, <laughs> real good guy had to die though yeah well and so tell us a little bit sam or was it cameron that was alluding to this terrorist organization yeah he's part uh he was the leader he's the head honcho of a terrorist group named eggplant and uh that's i mean that's enough enough is said right there i guess like eggplantu yeah, I wasn't quite sure why the hell it was called Eggplant or why we needed to know about a terrorist organization that had nothing to do with the other things that had already been happening. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. I'm, I'm n- racking my brain trying to think of the relevance. Um, 
and just so nothing comes to mind. <laughs> is that Metal Gear Solid Five is all about eggplant? Oh fuck! fuck. It's all been leaning. <laughs> it's all been leaning to this one. They thirsty for this one, eggplant. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we 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 cook the dirty duck. Uh, rescue mm-hmm. a bunch of POWs, including uh, Jennifer's brother. He thanks Snake, uh, gets some information, aids him to escape from the fortress. And we go back to the 100th floor basement. Uh, Schneider calls us about Outer Heaven's leader. His transmission gets cut off. Um, and then uh, Snake is in the Metal Gear hangar, and shit gets real. And uh, Metal Gear gets destroyed with bombs, pretty much. You just throw bombs mm-hmm. at its feet. It's kind of a weird... Oh, I... F- I fucking hate this battle. Yeah, me too. Because the fucking lasers, yeah, drive me insane. Because they they free if you get hit, you like freeze for a split yeah. second. Yeah, and it's like, and it's not like you have a chance to avoid them. They're just if you get in front of them, they're just like there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's almost like a ration fest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was like because like right before this happens, I'm pretty sure what does Jennifer say? It calls you and is like there's an electric floor and there's no mm. panel to blow it up, and she's like, yeah, just if you have, just make a run for it. <laughs> if you have, you have plenty of rations to go for it, and then you have to do this. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck, you dumb bitch, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I'm. So, but yeah, that happens, and then on the way out, as we are running, because Outer Heaven, the entire fucking facility goes on self-destruct sequence all of a sudden. Uh, and uh, as Outer Heaven countdown is happening, Snake is making a break for it, and then dum dum dum, Big Boss has been talking to us over our codec this entire time, reveals oh, that he no. is actually the head of Outer Heaven. Oh no! And Snake was uh, is informed that he was only sent there to gather false information to send back to the U.S. so that they would be off the trail and that Snake got too far, guys. And that uh, Big Boss going to have to put him down. Mm-hmm. Yikes. But we put him down. What was that fight like? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I just blew him up with missiles. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty easy. <laughs> Honestly. I kind of like was, ran up and down. It was epic thing. as it was intended. <laughs> No, uh, not at all. I just kind of like ran and then like fired a missile and then like the residuals got him. And I just kept on doing that. Took some damage. It was fine. I just, I just, <laughs> uh, like, I just let him put me down because I put down like hundreds of his dogs. <laughs> oh dang! So oh, I wow. feel like I deserved it. Just let him put you down like the dog you are. <laughs> Amen. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Isaac, how did you um, feel about that boss fight? Oh, the boss fight. Um, it would have been a little bit better if he moved at all, <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> so. Hey, bro, uh, oh, quick tip. <laughs> Try wiggling around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> just move a little. <laughs> no, you could just fire a missile in anywhere. He, I mean, he would be in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. He didn't try to yeah, absolutely. move. Um, pro tip. You're less likely to die if you move. <laughs> Chico. Chico. Move. Um, uh, can we talk about the the trapdoor galore? Trapdoor galore. Oh, yes. Fuck the trapdoors. With the dude. flashlight. I was room. so mad at those I doors because, that. like, I 
they just pop up randomly. And I thought I got around one, and I got caught on like a pixel <laughs> of the yes. edge of one, and I died. Like, what the fuck, man? If this was a real trapdoor, I would have been fine. But no. Just because you're on the fucking MSX doesn't mean that you have to be shit. Or maybe it does. I don't know. That's what it's all about. Yeah, dude. What is this bizarro universe where Sam's spitting all this hate? (laughs) I feel alive. I I got a new name for the Metal Gear. It's TX55. I'm going to start calling it Texas. Yeah. Oh. Those What's the 55 <laughs> Can you, and, can you uh, say Texas again? This is Metal Gear Texas. 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 Uh, yes. I just, <laughs> just want to, let me just wrap a bow on this shit real quick. So, mm. Snake barrels on out of that shit. Outer Heaven's blowing up all around him. Uh, Metal Gear blew up, and the operation was a success, and he just, that's it. He's good. And then. Shortly thereafter, uh, South American radio station KNK reports breaking news of an earthquake happening in the region, and then the sun sets. Yeah. Cover up. And, that's yeah. It. and like Snake, like before this, before this news thing happens, Snake like calls Big Boss's fucking codec number and was like, "I'm out. Uh, no problem though. Just doing my job. Uh, just doing my job." <laughs> Like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Why? What are you doing? He's like, no big deal, guys. I just did my job. Don't worry about me. I just, don't worry. It's cool. I just did it. Hashtag, I did my job. Hashtag love you, dad. <laughs> hashtag love you, dad. Even though you're dead. Or is he? Oh, dang. Yeah, even, even though we don't know if you're dead or not. Or if you're yeah. dad or not. Because that shit, Ooh. shit was retrofitted on there later. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But yeah, fucking so. like there's a, and there's even a post credit sequence, and it's like Big Boss is like, "You thought I was dead, but I'm not. Sorry, dude." To nobody in particular. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One well, later, so this is kind of hinted at later, but apparently uh, NATO and Foxhound and all these other people decided to drop a bunch of bombs on Outer Heaven um, to wipe it off the face of the Earth, and apparently, uh, Big Boss spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, who's not dead. Um, ended up saving all kinds of people that were caught in the explosion and uh, kind of rebuilding later, but apparently, like, recruited a shit ton of people to his side just by, like, saving people in this crazy explosion because nobody mm-hmm. felt the need to ask themselves, oh, were these explosions maybe caused by this man who decided to build a war machine in our country? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's a big buff. Oh man! Crazy. Fucking. Yeah. Sorry if it sounds like a fever dream to you guys listening, but if you play it, it kind of fucking is. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is a fever dream. Yeah, it's like a big. It's like a five-year-old. It's like somebody explained somebody, somebody explained to a five-year-old the plot of Metal Gear and was like, "I can tell them to write a game." <sighs> That's pretty much what it was. It was like even the names. It's like this guy's. Like it sounds like a five-year-old came up with Fire the names of the bosses. Man. <laughs> this guy's fired, man. It's the dirty duck. <laughs> that guy's. <laughs> Why is his name's Dirty Duck? Because he's dirty <laughs> and he's a duck. <laughs> yeah, the he's fact like, this one is. This, game. this guy has a machine gun. What's his name? Machine gun kid. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's where the uh, creator what? puts a little bit of themselves into the story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's still from the writing mm-hmm. kid's mouth. Yeah. Cameron is still voicing <laughs> the kid who's writing the script. It's like the end of the game. There's like a secret ending, kind of like the kind of like the dog ending of the Silent Hill games. <laughs> it's like a little kid in the control center. It's been me all along. <laughs> Turns out the little kid is actually uh, one of those little aliens from Men in Black inside of Hideo Kojima's head. Yeah, dude. I'm a. Uh, I'm with. I'm it. a firm believer that this game would be a ten out of ten if Hideo had had enough sense to hire Isaac, and Isaac could be there and be like, "Uh, I think you should just make that boss move, maybe." I mean, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Just give it a shot, I guess. Can you, like, yeah, see, like, see, see what kind of like try surviving. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Press A to exist. But yeah, so Big Boss takes it like a champ. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap this fucker up? Fuck this game. I'm kidding. I don't. It's it's. I'm sure it was a fine game for its time, but I don't like it. Mm. The end. Uh, applesauce. <laughs> Al- applesauce. Applesauce out of apple pie is what I give that Ew. game. Ew. You can't do that. Yep. What'd you think? Oh, that's what I do. I did it. <laughs> Isaac, what you got, dude? Um, I thought it was I thought it was a fun little game. Uh, you kind of have to... You kind of have to put yourself in that time frame and then um grit through the whole process but yeah it was fun I, question, i'll give you it play this on a mobile phone oh no. huh this is a mobile port can you imagine fucking playing this on a phone that sounds terrible <laughs> no it does sound terrible no thank you I, yeah i would um i would give it an orange out of apple okay. <laughs> i love that like Really quick, I love that. Like, yeah, if you're willing to suffer through it, then it's, it's good. a fun game. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Isaac. Uh, I mean, that's what people tell me about, you know, the Metal Uh-oh. Gear Solid games as well. <laughs> Damn. Damn, dude. I don't think anybody said anything about suffering through it. It's oh, like, dang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eh. no, that's true. I mean, I don't think it's suffering to you know play a game like this because like i mentioned in the very beginning it's all about just like figuring out uh the ways of the universe i guess and there is a there i mean admittedly yes there is a bit a fair amount of suffering with like you know secret walls and uh stuff like that that's just like a little too out there and not really put together but i don't know i mean i think this game is awesome uh yeah, I I really dug it. I thought the gameplay was good. Um, I thought the characters were hilarious. Um, more so just like not really having any sort of uh, super large plot behind them. It was just like, I'm machine gun kid and I like machine guns and here I go. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, like, I like that simplicity. Um, I, I like it. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's enjoyable and it's uh yeah. Do you think that that simplicity would hold up if the graphics were better though? No, not at all. Um yeah, not at all. 
I kind of want to play like I kind of want to play like Metal Gear One in the Fox Engine with the same dialogue yeah, and story. That would not work at all. And I mean, same goes reverse. Like if you if you were playing this game, but with like Metal Gear Solid Three type plot line and like just all of that being in text, <laughs> it would be awful. Um, I would listen to like an eight bit <laughs> version of the Metal Gear Solid Three soundtrack. Then. Oh hell yeah, I'm sure that exists. Um, I'm I'm looking up eight bit chiptune, eight bit Snake Eater theme song. Ooh. Nice. Well, mm. I give this game uh, punching dogs in the ass until they die out of five. Oh, no. whoa! It's a good score. Okay. Can I can I change my can I change my score? Mm-hmm. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. I, I I need to account for Dirty Duck because Dirty Duck is the greatest villain in any game ever. Um, I give this game a pumpkin pie out of angry guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was that straight off the dome, or was that like a little pre-prepared yeah, thing? That was straight off the dome. No, I, I, I just came up with that like five seconds that was ago. Good, dude. Thanks, man. Well, fuck yeah, guys. And Alessio, you better and you better use the eight-bit version of our theme song for this episode. <laughs> we we can't. There's not a VR mission theme in MSX Town. Well, that was the opening thing when you're coming up to the base. Was like that's oh, where the VR mission song right. came from. Remember. Yeah, dude. That's right. And like the VR missions, like is dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> All that came from this one. All right, we should go. <laughs> Things are getting weird. All right, <laughs> tell them about tell them about the network. I'm gonna tell them. So. Soldier Boy, tell them geekti.me. <laughs> Check out the rest of the Geek Time stuff, uh, like Grindcore, which is great. Um, the Geek Time podcast and Toast that Sam does are also great. Um, everything's Woo. great. Mad Bad Book Club. Isaac's gonna get a show at some point, but you yeah. just pressure him. You guys by writing him e- emails every day. You just uh, wait. Write him coming. emails or tweet him at. No, doesn't he doesn't have check a tweet. That. You gotta email him directly. Yeah, you gotta email but him. Gotta He's his, got forty nine followers. I can't tell you that. Yeah, for <laughs> or call me. It's actually surprisingly stereotypical. Yeah, you should just call Isaac um, every yeah. hour until he starts the yeah. podcast show. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, call him, beep him if you want to reach him. Yes, I appreciate um, that. Anyway, you can also go to soundcloud.com slash Geek Time Network, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and iTunes. Also, Geek Time Network stuff if you just search it. Um, YouTube as well, um, and yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash geek time network to kick us some bucks to get some shows early um kick us some bucks because that's what dirty ducks do god damn it oh bucks yeah with x yeah with all the x's damn another straight off the dome <laughs> yeah we're that's just good. really good at this stuff <laughs> you riff raff <laughs> so really quick i just need to do an update on isaac's twitter me because remember he needs 50 followers it's been a while since we talked about this, but he needs 50 followers to do another tweet. He has 49. Oh, yeah. We've got Flame Soldier at the Fury. <laughs> flame Trooper. Um, yeah, no, Flame Soldier. Nice. Um, <laughs> whose description is, I love barbecues. So that's cool. Oh. Then you've got Vegetiniho. Hmm. I don't know. That's fine. Then we've got Ashley Johnson. Uh, and then my good pal Dan. 
Dan Harris. Thanks, Dan. Dan no, I'm being. Re- I know this person in real life. Oh, no, Dan, Twitter feature. handle was my good pal Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I'm gonna text him and tell him to change it. But no, it's Dan three two two ghost. Um, he's actually been listening to um, to uh, the show in his squad car. Major respect to my friend Dan. Oh, Blue. dang! Thanks, Dan. Um, and he's he texted me um, the Blue Dan. You what was it? Blue Danube, but he texted me a couple nights ago. He was listening to Metal Gear Solid Two Part Three, um, and he noticed us wondering why why uh, Pliskin went by Lieutenant Junior Grade and not just Junior, junior Lieutenant. Um, and apparently, the Navy and the Coast Guard have a rank that is actually Lieutenant Junior Grade, and that's why he goes by it. It's not like some fake rank he made up for no reason. Hmm. So, Look at that. call back. Way back. Anyway. Thanks, Dan. Cool. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Dan, and everybody else who listens to the show. Um, love to hear you guys' feedback. little bit of unfortunate news for a second. Um, due Ooh. to amount of time that we need to put into playing Metal Gear 2, as well as a lot of other things that are kind of currently weighing this 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 boy down, um, I uh, we're going to have to take a little bit of a break on Metal Gear Monday. For, for a tad um, hopefully you guys don't forget about us and abandon us forever um, but um, I do still plan on occasionally throwing some stuff up here um, but I think just for the time being we'll probably do a side op because I've gotten a fair amount of responses for us to cover next week but then after that we might have a little bit of filler content just until we can kind of all um, figure out the best kind of plan moving forward so just a hidey ho to that. I know that we mentioned that there might be a break like three or four weeks ago, but this is actual like bre- the the break starts here. Um, this is a brick and mortar break, kids. This isn't a yeah. break up, all right, guys. Yeah, we're just taking no, a break. We're, we're just we're just taking time we're just on a break for a second. Mm-hmm. We're just on a break, like Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Oh. And they want and they wound up together in the end. So really, no, just fucking good. And they had a baby together, so. Spoilers. Oh, oh my well. god, Isaac. Oh, they have a baby together? Jeez, sorry. Mm. But yes, uh, Cameron being our uh, Grand Prix guest seat. Yeah. And you <laughs> round us off. Um, tell the folks yeah. what to remember. Real quick, I'll just say don't be too terribly depressed about the ending of Metal Gear Mondays. Or not ending. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you trying to do? Weird. I just said it weird. Um... <laughs> Hiatus. Hiatus. Uh, the hiatus. Um, me and a good old boy, Nick Freda, uh, we mentioned this yep. earlier, we're doing a show called Grindcore, which is about RPGs. And uh, it's also another like book club style type podcast, uh, which is on the network, Geek Time. Uh, thank you, Sam, for believing in me and letting me hey. follow my dreams. Hey, Papa. Call, he called, um, me, <clears throat> called me in a, called me while I was sitting in <laughs> bumper to bumper traffic mm-hmm. for a while, talked about, talked about it. It was and it and it's good. Yeah, um, and the so it's going to be coming out like every Tuesday. But if you need that fix for a little Monday podcast, if that's kind of like your Monday commute, uh, if you're part of the Patreon, uh, you can get like an early day access to that. Um, that's probably going to be happening in the next few weeks. We'll start releasing those a day early uh, for Patreon. So uh, yeah, that'll be happening. Um, and then I guess if I'm signing off, it's not the end. It's just a box. Oh, God Ooh, damn. Smooth. That was good, dude. Phenomenal. Oh. Just a box.